you're here with all your mates and Paul. Uh, we're playing the question. Paul. <laughs> Who is not your mate? Definitely um, not your friend. We're playing. We're playing the question. Question. I can never say this right. Question. Oh my god, questionable uh, games. No, I can say questionable, but I can't say questionable. There we go. The questionable games. Uh, and we've, we're on the third round. No one's died yet. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, of, can we die in this game? Mm, what happens? How do we die? You just pass. Oh. Like, legitimately oh. die. <laughs> You're in here until you pass away. I really needed That's it. to sit. Does that count for something? Like, I just couldn't stand anymore, so I feel like I'm kind of, like, lost. <laughs> Maybe. The tribe Perhaps. has spoken. Ooh. Um, okay. And, like, yeah, to, to be honest, um, having a bit of a Le'Veon Rose moment here, uh, I find a lot of the lyrics and the music quite beautiful. And it's quite quite emotional music. Uh, like the one of the co-writers of the song himself has, has he's a bit of a he's a bit of a self-professed guy. He said uh, the song's a mature proclamation of love and a desperate plea, and it's a distillation of what much of Pet Sounds is about: the sense that if we surrender to an all-consuming love, we will never be able to live without it. And though we're cer- uncertain that the reward is worth the risk, we yearn to surrender. Quite deep. He's also said, uh, "Yeah, working with Brian, I have a whole lot of. I didn't have a whole lot of fighting to do, but I was certainly willing to fight to the end for that." God only knows is to me one of the great songs of our time. This is the writer about the guy. (laughs) This is this is the guy who wrote the song. Said, (laughs) I mean, the great songs, not because I wrote the lyrics, but because it is an amazing piece of music that we were able to write a very compelling lyric to. It's the simplicity, the inference that I am who I am because of you that makes it very personal and tender. Which I think is very true. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm in a bit of strife here. Mm. Don't really know what to say. But it's bad. It's hard but, to be a bit cynical about this one. Yeah. Um, but supposedly the song isn't really about anyone in particular. I guess. Although Brian was married at the time, it's not actually about his wife. It's just a, whatever. Uh, and lo- <laughs> it's just a fly on his sandwich, um, really. But it, it's um, loving that that no one in particular from the afterlife. So it's basically a dead person rethinking back on the person who's still alive on earth um really yeah he's sort of like he's dead well not really because it's like um you know their life would still go on believe me the world should like yeah so what good he's talking about being alive though and like what yeah like like going on without that person though yeah but he's like he's like in limbo and he's thinking about really apparently that's a stretch of the imagination that is a stretch he's walking towards the light and rethinking things yeah I don't know. I feel like sometimes when I listen to the song, this is me being the devil's advocate and going all questionable and stuff. Yep. And yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Questionable time. Um, I think that sometimes the song is just like, you know, if you ever leave me, yeah, yeah. you know, like, girl, I have so much passion for you. you you're on <laughs> I would know, die. Like, Without you, I would die. I mean, it wouldn't die, you but know, I, it would be as if I like, was dead. You see, God, God is in my, like, you know, God's with me. God is my friend. You see, if you ever leave me, you know, God will only know but I know that God is with me. So, like, mm. you know, it's, like, a little bit, like, too... I don't know. I feel like it's a bit too, like... It's not... Look, it's not a first date song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, it, Yeah, it's mm. something you yeah, whip out later in your like, relationship. <laughs> I, I do love how the song was, like... Even, like, from the 60s, it, it was... Um, they were the When they were writing it, they are really worried about blasphemy. And even, oh, like, in yeah. the 60s, like, well, it wasn't like, even that long ago. And they're like, shit, we can like... get, you know, um, passed off as, like, a Christian rock band just for saying God once. 
in the well not once they say multiple times but um, <laughs> it's in the title of but the song but they were like they were like slaving over this song because they were like we can't release a song this time that has the word god in it because it'll be seen as sacrilege blasphemers yeah like which is really like interesting thing, like with the beatles like i don't know if it was in the 50s or 60s where they were like you know like john lennon famously said that like um, oh, the Beatles are bigger than Jesus. And then everyone's like, whoa, you can't say this, this is America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they were like, time to apologise. But that whole thing was like really lame. But I was thinking, in terms of like, <laughs> but Kanye Thanks, West man. says stuff like that like once a week. Yeah, and he's yeah, fine. That was like, like, yeah. Years ago. <laughs> like, yeah, like everyone was like, yeah, Jesus. Mm. <laughs> I feel like in some parts of America, they're still like, yeah, Jesus. Mm, yeah, yeah, I feel like some parts of America would not be Kanye friendly. Um... <laughs> But Sorry, yeah, so I they... <laughs> Josh Josh Martin just uh, live tweeted, "I love you," oh. at Waxy Dubs and at QLC show. So thank you, Josh oh, Martin. That's, that's beautiful, Josh Martin. Okay. Oh my god. Oh yes. Okay. Paul, how can our <laughs> listeners watch this? Oh, uh, you just go at at QLSD show on Twitter, I think. No, that's not no. You have to follow Josh Martin on Twitter, I think. <laughs> retweet it, Paul. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm retweeting it as we speak. Retweet. Okay. So if you wanna, if you wanna see the Bonnie Tyler, you can, you can. <laughs> if, if you it's wanna, got a really good ending that we're not gonna tell you because it's a truth. If you wanna see us partying to Bonnie Tyler, you oh. can, you can follow the QLSD show, yeah. and it, it's beautiful. Um, back on track. Yeah. Isn't isn't God Only Knows featured in Love Actually? It is, and it it's a very questionable is. movie. We just said what? That like three times oh, did you? Sorry. But okay, <laughs> if you haven't seen uh, Love Actually, the context of this is it's the final scene. It's at the airport, and everyone's like reconnecting with their loved ones, and like it's well, that airport greeting of "Oh, I love you. It's been so long. I'm so happy you're in my life again." Yeah, well, that's how the movie like starts as well. So it's exactly. Kind of exactly. Circle, exactly. Like, it has like Hugh Grant being all like, "When people ask me what like love is, and if there's love in the world, I always think of the." Arrivals terminal at an airport. Uh, <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's that a really good Hugh Grant impersonation. <laughs> you should offer us tea and apricots next. Um, and and then I'm like, wow, Hugh Grant, that's that's deep. Um, but I mean, I mean, that's uh, that's quite wholesome. But lots of the stuff mm. in the film is kind of like you're stalking your best friend's new wife a little bit. I don't know what's going on there. Like, you know the bit with like Hugh Grant and he's like, well, I think you're pretty fine. You know, worker. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm only the movie. prime minister. This isn't a power struggle yeah, at all. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. But he did dance to um. Yeah, that's the best. Uh, oh, What's it called? Jump, jump, jump for my, my love. love. Oh, have you ever done that? Jump on? in for my love. For jump my in love. love. Yeah, that's just the that's like Facebook meme one hundred and one. Now you have to overdub that scene of Hugh Grant dancing with something. Oh yeah, it's a good time. Mm. I think that was the start of the era of films being like we have to get Hugh Grant to dance in this film. If Hugh Grant is in this film, he has to have a scene where he does a silly dance. Yeah. And he does the same dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. He does, like, the I thing think, yeah, where he's, like, I'm riding a motorcycle. He's, like, such a dad dance. Yeah, the, the motorcycle, yeah. and then he just, like, does this thing where he's just, like... He's great. The shoulder, shoulder shimmy. It's an exciting it's scene. The hips are like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Out of control. <laughs> <laughs> Questionable. No, they don't lie. I see they do not. <laughs> um, I reckon for the last song, 
we'll just get everyone oh, everyone so down here. Just everyone. Shashair, darling. That's it. That's it. Um, the last song we're going to be doing is uh, Leave, Get Out. By Jojo. By Jojo. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> which, which, yeah, I think this song's quite appropriate for the show's our last song of the season because we're saying get out, leave to the season, which All I right. think is quite quite cool. Uh, released in 2004, JoJo. This is, I think, on the last episode we talked about um, people's real names and this one takes the cake for just the worst real name. Uh, Joanna Noel Blagden Levesque. She sounds like she get her nails done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she was just 13 years old when this song came out. Yeah, ridiculous. So she was like Rebecca Black before Rebecca Black. Literally. But this is a, I, I don't know, I really like this song and I think a lot of other people did mm. as well. Yeah, well, lots of people liked it because it shot to the top of the Billboard charts. Uh, Jojo was the youngest solo artist from the US to ever have a number one hit, which... Why? Well, I don't know about that one. Who's Debbie Gibson? And being... <laughs> Being a teen, the song was written by three adult songwriters, all surprisingly men. Uh, our buddies. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's thinking it. I'm just saying it. Brandy. Um, our buddies, Soul Shock, Kenneth Carlin, and Alex Cantrell. Uh, and although she is a teen, she comes off as a. It comes off as like a little kitty spate between two kids at a playground. I think. You, when you look no, at this song. I think it's like a real serious, like mm. tragic, like big mm. deal drama love song. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, because yeah. not, okay. Well, let's let's we'll talk about it later. We'll t- we'll talk. <laughs> this is uh, "Leave Get Out" by JoJo. We'll see you after the break.